juggernaut box. Just absolutely box. We're talking about box. Just absolutely box. Box. Just absolutely box. y'all what's up y'all welcome back to the just absolutely boxing podcast episode 77 i'm combo breaker 99 it's your boy boxing p y'all and we got a lot of things going on in boxing we're going to talk about a few of the things uh it's another fight week alexander use and tony bell you mm-hmm. and uh floyd mayweather his return to combat sports yeah. so i'm gonna just say combat sports we don't know exactly what it is so <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. And, you know, then we're going to go in a little bit about the uh, 25th anniversary, man. Um, Vander Holyfield, Riddick Bowe, you know, their their second fight. You know, all three of their fights, they put on a lot of action. And the second one, man, it had everything. Drama, mm-hmm. drama inside and outside the ring, man. You remember that, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, 93. I was only 10 years old, man. Damn. Yeah. That's a long time ago, man. But uh, what you been up to, P? Nothing, man. Just chilling, you know. Working, grinding, you know, just trying to make something happen, man. Yeah, that's same the, here, man. You, same here, you know, I man. I've been running. Yeah. I've been back out running, man. Like, I oh, try physically I, running. Yeah, physically okay. running. Yeah, like four miles. I did four Dang. miles a day, man. And I tell you one thing, man. The older you get, you feel the difference from running on pavement versus the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Cause I used to run on a treadmill, man, but I switched to the pavement again. Yeah, you know, out on out on the park. And man, after you get to like that second mile, man, you feel it in them joints, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause you going up hills and you the little downhills. So you got to yeah. when to run, like speed up and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It put it, it put hell on them, man. So I'm yeah. back on the treadmill, man. Yeah. Concrete, <laughs> no giving the concrete. Just you know, yeah. For yeah. real. But um, yeah, man. Let's get in this first topic, man. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I know you posted that uh, little article up, a little picture on uh, Facebook. Floyd Mayweather making his return against, uh, what's his name? Tishin Nasukawa. He's a Japanese kickboxer. Put this, putting this fight together on December 31st, man. And from the way they're saying it's supposed to be like an MMA match, man. I, I, the thing what is, that, I mean, I, for, for like everybody else, it came out of left field for me. I woke up that morning and seen yeah. it like, what in the world? You right. know what I'm saying? But I seen it on ESPN. I seen some stuff on his page. So I kind of, Linked to you know the legitimacy side of it, you know what I mm-hmm. mean. ESPN don't really put nothing up <clears throat> until it's official. But um, just looking at everything, and um, it's it's weird. The, the press conference, Floyd got a look on his face that I ain't never seen. He ain't shaved, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You ain't the first to say yeah, that. Yeah, it, I heard it, that. it mm-hmm. looks. It, I don't. I don't know how to explain it. And then um, I heard. At the press conference, the, the the president, I guess, of Rising or whatever, was saying that what they have got Floyd Mayweather to agree to is to be in the ring December thirty first. Now they're working on the rules, and I'm like, that's weird. You know what I'm it saying? Is, I yeah. mean, how do you agree to something but not the rules? You know what I'm right. saying? So I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, Floyd Mayweather, he knows how to keep his name in um, people's mouths out there you know mm-hmm. but um at the end of the day and i think we ain't gonna see nothing more than a boxing match 
Yeah, when it all comes down to it, you know, somebody wins the far as to say uh, Floyd probably going to come in with one shoe on just in case he want to box and the other the other foot want to, you know, right. kickbox. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they say it might have to come down to that. But um, I think it's all just going to come down to boxing, yeah, too. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, the, the, the Chinese, the Asian guy, I've seen some footage of him boxing. He does know how to box, you know, yeah. so... I'm thinking it's just going to come down to some boxing, man. Yeah, so take away the kick it, it'll turn into just like a little exhibition yeah, type boxing, boxing match. match. You yeah, know what I mean? You know what I'm that's, that's all it's going to come you down know? to. But um, going back to what you said, you know, I have a question. You know, I really don't care about how much money they're making, but one of the questions I want to ask you, P, is like when you talk about the look on his face, like – what what's the look that you see in his eye? Like, is he doing this for the love of combat sports, or, or, or do you just see this as like I need money type thing, like some type of financial grab? I mean, I don't know him well enough to say about the money thing, it, but right. it was a disconnect between him and any other press conference that he's ever been in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Floyd Mayweather is controlling. He it was just different to see him. Overseas. Playing the back, yeah, yeah. playing, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the background, mm-hmm. and then the look on his face. He wasn't smiling, you know. Normally Floyd is either stone face or he got a big smile, and he just had a look, a look on his face that of confusion. <laughs> to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he he's not sure what's going on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like you say, like yeah, he ain't smiling, but you can tell his stone business look from his confused look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it was kind of like that. Like when he got there, he was. You know, I know there's a language barrier with some people, you right. know, so he's kind of getting there. He walking around, taking a few pictures. He took the little pictures, sat down. It, it just looked like his reaction was like, let's get this over with. Let's, yeah. let's kind of get this moving because what I noticed, too, is that he was by himself. Yeah. And that's something you don't even see. When he went to the U.K., promoting Tank, it wasn't him and Tank. He was Leonard Ellerby. Absolutely. Money team. Everybody was there making noise. But this time in Tokyo, it's kind of seemed like. He's been um, been um, the only one over there for a few months. That's why it's kind of got me thinking, like, what's his anger with this? Is he trying to joint with Ryzen or, you know, is this just another way to, like we say, get, you know, easy, easy money over there? To me, the way the, the business is going at, we're going to see more and more fight promotions popping up. It, it, it looks like the fight game is here to stay. And at some point, we will see just if not crossover fights cross promotion yeah. you know what i'm saying if nothing else is money in other other disciplines you know what i mean yeah. bottom line you yeah. know what i mean so floyd mayweather is a businessman and this could be a way to work himself into another another realm mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i i don't really know but i mean we know that he's not going floyd mayweather he likes the fight game we know that, you know what I mean? He might not want to admit it about the MMA, but now he's coming around and he's he's in the ring and he's doing this. He, he, he likes the fight game, you yeah, know what I mean? You know, I can tell, you know, even the way he's already, you know, kind of had words with Khabib, he knows who people are absolutely, in the game. I mean, absolutely. he did his history and knew, knew who owned the UFC before Dana White. So, absolutely. you know, he knew that off top. So my thing is, like, if he was to kind of want to dabble in that sport, even as, like, promoting fighters or getting fighters – why do you think he feel like he got to step in the ring to do that? You know what I mean? Just, At this point. I, it, it, I mean, because it, I mean, I feel like it is, it's just, it's just like a mega splash to get things going. You know what I mean? I mean, is it, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. And I'm not saying it's the smart oh, thing yeah, to do, yeah. but mm-hmm. just knowing who he is, he can go anywhere and make a big splash. 
you know, and um, for him never to have fought overseas, the Mayweather name in Tokyo is probably in, invaluable. I mean, really, you yeah. know, these, these these are people that are, you know, really big fans of people in the States. You know what I mean? You yeah. go over there and it's a different type of fan. You know what I mean? So, um. It's like they say whenever like somebody like a Kobe Bryant goes over there. You know, you got fans here, but when you go over there, you like this. You already I, like this walking monument to them, you know. So absolutely. I know what you mean. He's absolutely. already and, it's branded like icon there. So. And the thing about it is, yeah, of course Mayweather will make money, but imagine what Tokyo was going to make off of Mayweather. That's what people yeah. don't. People, oh, man, it's a money grab. Yeah, he's going to make some money. Yeah. But Tokyo, they going to make money maybe forever yeah. from him coming over there. Yeah. So don't look at it as just Floyd Mayweather making money. I mean, this money. Just think about back to uh, Tyson Douglas, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so you Absolutely. Know. Over there fighting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sold yeah. out. You Sold know, out. Mike Tyson said he screwed three women, Asian women that, before that fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, it's big over there. Mm-hmm. It's big. So um, what do you think? Um. I originally, man, I originally felt like this was going to be a boxing match, too, because I felt like this was going to be some type of opening leading up to the Pacquiao rematch. So do you think it has any any like relevance to him getting in shape for that fight? Or do you think this is just something specifically for his move into mixed martial arts? I mean, it's so it's so hard to say yeah, with, with, with Floyd. I mean, you know, he'll say one thing and do another thing. But. I mean, I kind of thought about that too. I mean, he he won. This is because it will be a tune-up fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, it won't be the caliber of opponent that. A man. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's going for the Asian opponent. I don't Somebody know. Somebody sure. Yeah, yeah. You know? Cause he is kind of yeah. like, he is Think like, about it. I mean, he is about like the same height as like a Pacquiao, but I mean, like we talking about somebody like almost what? 40 pounds lighter. It, the kid, the kid is forty pounds lighter than I Mayweather. Say he's maybe like one hundred twenty some pounds. Oh, he's not that big, okay. you know. Don't don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere somewhere in the double digits that he's and, the I weight mean, difference. That's another thing they were saying. We, we we haven't decided the rules, the weight. Well, what have y'all decided that? Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, you haven't got mean, the weight yeah, decided. You yeah. haven't got the rules decided. What did he agree to? So, um. In 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 the scheme of in in the scheme of things that. I'm not opposed to these mega fights and people crossing over and doing things because um, it's just the type of thing where some people really want to prove that they are the baddest man on the planet. And you can't say you're the baddest man on the planet in one particular organization or um, discipline necessarily. So, I mean, later on down the road, I mean, who knows what type of combat sports will 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 be seeing i mean could be like the 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 old ufc but refined and really clean you know the beginning stages where you're seeing different disciplines a big guy against a small guy but cleaned up you know you know Mm -hmm. with rules and you know not just barbaric the way people perceived it to be back then yeah yeah because back then like it was almost like they were caging guys and bringing them in there the tournament and putting them in there and they're just saying Best man, so you know, yeah. best man comes out even on top. Even the way they marketed it, even the way they yeah, market, you, you know? know, even the way they used to dress. Remember That's how used to dress? It looked like they stole them straight out there at dojo right. or something, or right. out the wrestling ring right. and put them in there, like Ken Shamrock right. and all of them. Uh, that dire guy with the big mustache. Like when you go back to look at them, them wrestlers, like yeah. they come in the wrestling trunks 
Then you got uh, Gracie coming in in a gi. Whatever discipline you was, yeah, that's yeah, that's the type of Which attire you, you wore. Which, you yeah, know? it was I mean, like even like I don't know if you seen that one picture I posted with the, with the guy. Forget his name, but he was actually a professional boxer. And he fought in the early UFC, but his thing was one glove on and one glove off, so he could like get out of, you know, oh, submissions and oh, stuff no, like I that. that. I forget his re- name or whatever. It. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, but my thing is like going back to what you said about proving you the best best man on the planet, baddest man baddest on the planet. Man. Like, yeah, no. I guess yeah, you have to kind of use that wisely. Like for somebody like Floyd, boxing is your thing, but. Even Muhammad Ali, he quoted as the greatest, but that's always in, in boxing. boxing. Absolutely. What do you Absolutely. think is the best way to prove you are the baddest man on the planet? Is, do you have to go into uh, well, mixed martial arts to prove that, you think? I mean, it, it, it's hard to say that when, because like 30 years ago, we didn't have all these other combat, you know, promotions out there. Now that these things exist and all of these organizations have champions and stars and have like top their particular top fighters so if all these top fighters you know what were, were, were to we need a blood sport type yeah it's hard yeah you know what I mean because you still need rules and, and, and some type of regulation but the, the kumite would, would be nice if we get you know bring something back like that but um it's hard to say, man. Yeah. It's hard to say. It, it, it um, it's always interesting to me. Like I know, whenever another fighter is kind of crossing over, because especially when you're a fan of that sport, you kind of oh, want. That's what I want. You, you, you kind of want to root for your sport. You know what I mean? It kind of right. puts you on the edge. Like, damn, they're representing our sport. At the same time, you got you on the edge. You kind of like tense, thinking that they're gonna lose, and then that kind of makes the whole sport look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. Kinda, it, yeah. It it just makes you feel that way. But like. For this one with Floyd, it's kind of even with the Conor McGregor thing, like that fight bringing Conor over to boxing, it was just kind of like you taking on somebody that's zero and zero, never had a boxing match. Mm-hmm. You know, his his striking isn't boxing. It still didn't have that that kick to it to me, where it was like battle for best baddest man on the planet. Not, the not. same with this one too. I, I don't feel that way either. I just feel it's more entertainment. Well. Entertainment is a big is a big part of it too. You know, more what Floyd Mayweather is doing is more like the entertainment aspect of it. You know, I mean, he's going yeah. over there in front of a, a different audience. Like he said, he wanted to be in the UK. He's just doing different things that would be considered entertaining. And he said that he, yeah. he even said that he said it's entertainment. Yeah. But like as far as being like the baddest man on the planet, and I had lost track a while ago. But <clears throat> for organizations like Bellator. You know, um, UFC one, and I mean, and, and more just things that are like strictly MMA, where it's it's, it's kind of like based in the UFC. I do feel like that the, the the top at Bellator, the top at the UFC, the top at all of these mixed martial arts promotions do need to hash it out, and then we can see that who's be, the baddest man, you know. Dope. Now, mm-hmm. a, a, a mixed martial artist shouldn't necessarily be in a tie match, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because those are two different things, you know what I mean? Right. If they got tie promotions, then the, all the tie promotions, the top guys should fight for number one. But it's hard to say just because you're in the UFC, you're the baddest man in the planet, you know what I mean? That's why I was saying like... Even with I, the John Jones thing. Even with the John Jones right, thing, right, you right. know what I mean? You had to, you know, go... And fight some of these other champions too. You know, what I mean, I like Ben Askren coming over to 
you know, the UFC because I want to see how his skills translate over. They may mm-hmm. translate great. They may not translate. We've seen it go both ways. And goes reverse for Demetrius Johnson, you know, going over 2-1, you know, it's kind of like with him. He did the best move by saying, I've done all I could at the UFC. Now I am going to take it in my own hand to leave mm-hmm. and test somewhere else. Just like if somebody like John Jones, you know, I doubt he will because the money's too good for him. You know what I mean? Like he's ever going to just leave the UFC by his choice right. and then say, I need to test myself and beat the guy at Bellator. You know, that I might sign a contract and fight the top guy at one or something, you know, right. anywhere like that. But, um, I think that each fighter has to kind of take that in their own hand to do that. You know, it's just like in boxing, like with boxing, we have the sanctioning bodies, you know, WBC title, you got to beat the IBF guy, Absolutely. got to beat the WBA guy. You got to take all the titles. You can't have all these different titles. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you can, but it ain't going to have. You're not going to be considered to be yeah, the baddest man. Not by us. You know, yeah, what, I mean? you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, going it like, like I said, going this on our new, uh, new year's Eve, man. Like we're going to buy this fight, man. <laughs> Um, do you, the thing you, about you decide, it, you, it's, it's, watch it? The, the thing about it is, to be honest, I'm more interested, or I will be more inclined to watch this than I was the mate, the, the McGregor Mayweather thing, because like you say, you have a guy who's O and O fighting the best boxer in the world. Okay, we have a guy that's undefeated over here, and this Asian guy fighting the best boxer in the world. It's not a lot. We don't know a lot about this guy, Mm-mm. which makes it a little more interesting. We already knew what Connor was just what he was about to talk and all that stuff. This is a little, little more intriguing to, for, from my perspective, man. For me, man, I'm not getting into debates about it. To me, it's more intriguing. You know, some people are sucked into like the hype train and O'Connor McGregor, and I wasn't sucked into that. This is more interesting because it came out of left field and it's just sneaky. It's mysterious. Everything about it is, is mysterious, you know? So it it has me compelled to see not already know Floyd Mayweather's not going to lose, but what's, what is, what's going to happen to, you know, December the 31st. And then we got to realize that that's a huge holiday in Tokyo. New Year's, so he's fighting on New Year. Come on, it's just it's it's major, and it's major. It's, it's major. It's a big difference, and like you said, with the <clears throat> Conor McGregor thing, that's why I feel like you know I still feel like there's that entertainment value here, but there there's there's that more there's more of a tenseness there because it's like there's more tension there because you got Floyd going off of his home turf for mm-hmm. the first time fighting somewhere overseas, fighting against a guy that. He probably don't know much about, you know. Yeah. Like you said, it's undefeated and who might be unpredictable. Cause you unpredictable. Know, you he know. ain't got nothing to lose. Ain't? This kid got nothing to lose. 20 we, years old. We never knew him, yeah. but now the world is about to know him. So yeah. he ain't got nothing to lose. Shoot. You, you know. Everybody looking at him. Now you just Google like the first three letters of his name. It pop, pop up, up now. Yeah. 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 So he, up, he's, he's putting him on the map as somebody. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be kind of curious to see where, they, where this go. But as a hardcore fan of boxing, like. It's nothing, man. We, no, no, no. I won't go ask you oh. about that. No, 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 no. We won't go talk about the rebel. No, I was going to say, as a hardcore fan of boxing, would you have rather seen him fight somebody like Ugas or something to lead up to Pacquiao? Because personally, I would have, man. Sean Porter, I mean, anybody. It, it, in the realm of boxing, yeah, but I don't feel like going through the antics and the politics and all the stuff that it would take. To make, I don't have the energy to go through all the, the ringer with him no more. And you know, this this works for me. Not the ringer. December thirty first, we see him fight. 
I would have loved to see him fight, like you say, a, a legitimate contender in the boxing world. But we know that's pulling teeth. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. You know, you guys, no other guy will bring the type of money that he about to make. And we know that, you know, it's not all about money, but to Floyd Mayweather, it's about money. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah. for me, of course, eh? of course, of course. Speaking from a, a, a diehard fans perspective, we, I would I would have liked to see him take a legitimate contender in preparation for his bout in 2019. If that if that's even going to happen, you know what I mean. But at, at this point, we don't know if, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Floyd Mayweather is his own boss. He'll fight in 2019 if he wants to, yeah. but he might not. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. We don't yeah. know. Look what he just did with this. This came out of left field, eh? Yeah, because when he first sold this He was just one, talking Khabib. Yeah, he was talking Khabib. Khabib. And then he was talking about this being just like a tune-up fight leading up to Pacquiao. And I'm like, what kind of tune-up is this? You know, you going over to Rise and fighting a kickboxer. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, he's, right now he's unpredictable. I, I get what you're saying, too. Like, he doesn't have to go back through the motions of fighting a tune-up exactly. to make you feel like he's fighting another boxer. He's a, he's a guy like The Rock. He's... The, the you know the main star of the movie he can pick up any kind of yeah kind of pretty much yeah you know I mean he's an A list actor yeah, so to mm. speak you know yeah he pick, exactly picking his roles or whatever you know what I'm saying and like I say of course I get what you're saying too I would I would love to see but come on I know that's mm-hmm. we had to pull some teeth to make that happen eh? you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean he's not gonna go in there and fight a lower guy to contest him for mm-hmm. small money you yeah. know what I mean that's true man so um. If this uh, turns out to a kickboxing match, you might not have to pull no teeth and get some kicked out. <laughs> Them things will get kicked out, man. And, and the thing about it, that, like we say, people who still got to realize is entertainment. Don't think Floyd Mayweather is going to lose. It's not about him losing. This is mm-hmm. about his name being in 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 combat sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We're, he's in. He's a, a no threat of losing. Conor McGregor. He was a no threat of losing. Exactly. People don't you know understand how to carry that. that. Everybody wanted to take that though, eh? Everybody want to take that to their grave and say, "Oh, Conor was winning. He was he was giving dude, him trouble." Come dude, on, man. Dude, they don't understand that this man. Why? Why would he take risks? I'm mm-hmm. I'm Mick Floyd Mayweather. I don't have to do anything that I don't can't pretty much guarantee the result of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whether whether. I know I can beat you or whether you know you're going to get beat. <laughs> However you yeah. want to perceive those two things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't see him taking them chances. Definitely at this state in the game, man. You know, like we say, I mean, the crossing over is a cool thing, but make it 40, Floyd's almost 42 fighting a 20 year old. That's not really crossing over. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just hypothetically speaking, you know, yeah. if he wanted to cross over, you know, he, he probably missed his time because it, when he was in his prime, you know, all these fight promotions weren't at the level that they are now. You know yeah. what I mean? This wasn't really in talks. Right. The way it is today. Yeah, back then it would have been more risk than reward for him. You know, Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So there's no, it was no reason. But I mean, there's always guys he could promote. You know, Tank can do it. You know, Tank can yeah, step in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's like the thing. Him, you know, that, that's where, where I kind of see his mind being that he's really looking into, you know, just, I mean, he. he, he this is kind of all he know. The strip club thing ain't really what he know. He might like to go to him, but that's yeah. not his lane of business. But this, this, this fight, fighting, it, it's his fight thing. Fight game, yeah. Any you type know what of, you I'm know. Saying? Yeah. yeah, he got to realize that, okay, boxing, it's more 
to it than boxing because you know he might look at somebody like tank some of these dudes is uncontrollable it's a lot of shit with the boxing game too you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i mean there's other promotions and disciplines and you know things out there to get involved with and i mean and like you say it's still under the umbrella and it's combat sports you know what i mean so mm-hmm. um yeah that's why i'm saying like for me I, I know why he's doing it but i'll still check it out because like i said any anybody that's going to be throwing hands and we know this to some extent somebody gonna be getting busted up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still yeah. real. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not like wrestling. So I'm I'm gonna still check it out. Like, like I'm I still said check to me, it out. I, I don't know anything about this guy, so I'm just curious to see what him and Floyd Mayweather gonna visually look like in the ring. What what weight well, are they before, gonna do? You know, is Floyd gonna go down, is this kid gonna come? I, I need to visually see that and you know, in the ring and see put my eyes on those things. Let me see, like Going back to what you were saying as far as like, you know, you know, Floyd is going to be written in to win. Like I'm looking at the the stats of the kid. You know, he's five foot five. Um, He weighs in about 130, 32 pounds. He's fought at flyweight, bantamweight and featherweight. So, yeah, he's a small kid. So nowhere in like welterweight status. So, I mean, junior welterweight, nothing. Yeah. You know. The only way he gonna win if he get carried away and throw that kick at you know Florida or something. So, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, right now it's not even really making sense. So by December 31st, I'm damn sure curious to see what they cooking up, man. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they signed a fight that they don't even know the rules to yet. I mean, I want to see what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. Would I go spend a hundred dollars for the fight? No, absolutely not. No, yeah. But I'll find a way to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll find a way to see it. And on that note, before we wrap this up, yeah, man, his kickboxing career. Is twenty seven and zero, and his MMA career is four and zero. So yeah, I mean, he got so he's standing on something, yeah. you know. He stands on something more than Connor did. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, before we jump on to this next one, man, anything else you want to say about that one? No, man, that's it. That's it. You know, like I say, well, it wasn't. I was surprised it came out of left field, but other than that, it's just another Floyd Mayweather you know, spectacle. spectacle. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I'm a fan of him. I dig him. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever. For real, man. Yeah, man. But um, we're going to rewind it back, man. Let's go back about 25 years, man. Like I said, it's the 25th anniversary of uh, Evander Holyfield and Riddick Bowe, the mm-hmm. second fight. Like I said, I remember first seeing that fight on uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. And like I said, man, these these two heavyweights now, they can take a lesson, man. They, they came to put on a performance. You know, I'm Absolutely. talking about the first fight, the third fight, and mostly this fight, man. And um, I remember this one. This was uh, the rematch, of course, with Holyfield. He lost the first fight. Riddick Bowe, he really gave him something he didn't... He gave Holyfield a different look he never had in the first fight, mm-hmm. man. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bowe pulled out a unanimous decision, but it was... Wow, man. The the leather they threw at each other and how many times he rocked Holyfield in that fight. It was like Holyfield was in there with like a full-fledged, prime, big, powerful... Yeah, heavyweight, mean, <laughs> big daddy bow, big yeah. daddy bow, man. But you know, too though, and you know, was the stuff with Holyfield Hart back then too, though. Yeah. Right. So I mean, yeah. how much you think that really affected his performance? Because a lot of people say that it did, even though he denied that it did. But mm-hmm. I mean, the dude had some serious issues going on with his heart. Yeah, I think it did. I think it played more of a heavy role. It started to show in kind of like the mid nineties. But yeah. I think it probably did in like the the early part, you know, the early part, ninety two, ninety three. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of 
kind of gassed out toward the later rounds and yeah. started getting caught more. Start seeing stuff that we hadn't been seeing from Holyfield, you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, for that second fight, you know, like I said, he uh, switched trainers, Emmanuel Stewart, and he kind of helped him out in more of his boxing. And they said he kind of tacked on more muscle so he could kind of, you know, handle handle Bo more. Because, you know, Bo, like, what I say, 6'5"? Yeah, before? he's a big like, boy. Yeah, he's big. Like, not all muscle, but he's just, like, big. big. He's yeah, just big, he's you big, know? Big. And... The downside to that was, too, in this fight was for uh, Bo, you know, being big, he tacked on like 11 more pounds, you know. Yeah, he had an eating problem. Yeah, man. he wasn't really one to, you know, work out, nah. you know, come in there ripped or anything. He was never really fat either, though. Nah. But uh, he was just kind of always coming in there in, in more of a smooth shape. He yeah. came in there like 11 pounds heavier in this fight. And I think in the second fight, that was the downside because it kind of played in his stamina. Yeah. You know, Holyfield was able to kind of step on the gas and land them combinations and kind of get him to be more stationary where he could he could land more. But Holyfield was still getting in his shots, man. It was a good back-and-forth action yeah, fight, man. all three of those fights were definitely classic um, classic wars, man. Because, man, I, I remember in that first round, man, like as soon as that, that bell rung, we saw it, man. Riddick, bro, he ran right out and clocked Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Holyfield got rocked, man, mm-hmm. in the first round. I was like, oh, this, mm-hmm. I was about to say, oh, this is it. But, you know, <laughs> Holyfield got a chin, man. That's something yeah, he known like for. Love. Yeah. And he bounced back. And uh, I think, uh, like, that first half of the fight, Holyfield, he was able to edge it out. But it, it was really close, man. I mean, like, I think it was, like, round four. Uh, you know, I think, like, round four, he caught uh, – he caught Bo with something, and after that, Bo caught him and rocked him again. And after that, like at the end of that bell, man, like they just started like they were still uh, they were still throwing combinations. You remember that? Like yeah. when the bell rung, they, they were still, still hitting. Scrapping. They yeah. were still scrapping. Yeah. So like a man, you were Stewart and the other corner man, they had to jump in mm-hmm. and pull them off. <laughs> that was crazy. And think, I mean, they two big dudes throwing punches. That ain't nothing you really want to jump and grab. You know what I'm nah. saying? Because you see, Mills Lane was a referee. You know, he yeah, was like a little, little tiny dude. dude so yeah. he couldn't stop him. You know, they all had to like go in there and pull them yeah. off, man. So. They they really knew how to put on some like action packed fights and they did and they, I mean good technical fights too and, man and it kind of make you wonder like how deep was the beef you know because when they got in the ring they let it fly you know yeah. what I mean but it didn't seem like it was like beef between them you know mm-hmm. what I mean in the streets it was a problem but when they stepped in the ring it was on the popping it was on like, and that's the thing like versus to you know I won't say today but you know with certain guys whenever. They're more mouth outside of the ring, but they don't perform like that mm-hmm. in the ring. Because, like, they would say uh, Riddick Bo would have his words. He would call Holyfield ugly, this and that. Yeah. Holyfield, he would just not – he wouldn't say anything. Yeah. But like, when they get in the ring, they were saying a lot. <laughs> hey, he was going to talk with them hands. And you, you remember, man, going around seven, man, they were going at it again. And then all of a sudden, like, Holyfield, he, like, looked back. And Mills Lane was like, time out, and then – Rick Bo was still about to come after me. He told me to look up, man. That damn fan man came flying in and landed right in the crowd, man. Yeah, one of the craziest things yeah. in, in, in any sport probably, but definitely in the boxing game, a, a dude comes down in a par- it parachute. Yeah, it was like a parachute with the big old fan yeah, on it that kind of blew him. They said he got blown off course into there, but I know when he got blown in that corner, they like started man, whooping his ass, beat man. beat the brakes off of him, <laughs> but the dude literally came down in the middle of the boxing ring, middle of a heavyweight title match. Yeah, and 
he <laughs> got the brakes beat off of him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was kind of sad because it was like, damn, dude. I mean, dude, I just, dude, my, my parachute went off course and they beat the snot out of him. Like, he was trying to steal or something. I was like, damn. It was crazy because, you know, like HBO, they did the little sky cam and they said, well, this looked like where he was coming from and they saw him floating down. And then he just floated down in the arena. Right, uh, the you arena. actually watched it. You yeah, watched you seen it. him. It wasn't like it just landed in the ring. You seen him coming down. Like, oh, what's what are we seeing right now? Yeah. What's happening? This dude landed in the ring. And then the <laughs> when he landed like on the side, like they all just like pulled him down and started whooping his ass. Man, I was like, breaks off the dude. Yeah, but yeah, man, these, these fights back in the day, man, they just had a lot of like action as far as like even with the heavyweights, like they would always take the fight that would go for their legacy you know what I mean like there was never any backing down you know there was always like if I win the belt I gotta continue to prove I'm the champion by fighting the best yeah and and there wasn't a lot of lackluster performances and it was like you know people got dominated people got knocked out people put on good performances but it was rare that you seen like dull performances I mean Larry Holmes, when he beat Muhammad Ali, that was sad. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't dog. It was sad. It was hard to watch. It was sad, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know. You always got some type of emotion. Emotion, out. yeah. You know. They um, never bored him. You know what I mean? But, like, you always felt like something with the fights. Cause yeah, you it cared was, about them. Yeah, it's hard to explain, you know, the difference. I mean, I guess it's just like. Now it's just so much involved, the media, the this, the that. So many compartments. Back then it was just the fighter, the fans, cornerman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just it was more simpler, and it made for for better uh, performances. I think. You yeah. know, now it's so much involved. You got media there. You got this. You got that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's, it's like you. It's like you're really a superstar now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It it is like. Rockstar. Yeah, the minute you step into a realm, or it's almost like the fighter them, the fighters themselves, they kind of think that they yeah. put themselves. Some of them think that, yeah, they not the fans exactly. even put them there. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Like you could be a, the sorriest rapper, but you walking around with thinking your skills is hot, like exactly. everybody laughing at you. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. But looking at uh, somebody like Riddick Bow, like there's something I always said in the past. I always felt like the heavyweights before weren't that big. And they were more mobile, but Rick Bo was six foot five. Like yeah. versus some of these guys today that are six foot five, you know, what is it about him that he he had a snapping jab? I mean, he was throwing that thing like a middleweight. You know, he yeah, would throw even his like, right hand. Yeah, like I say, moving around like a Tyson Fury, you know, how they claim he can move like a middleweight. Nah, Riddick Bo was really moving like a smaller moving. guy. You know, yeah. like you say to be six five and I, I know pushing three hundred pounds, you know, he's a big boy. He's a big boy, but like that jab was snapping. You know, it wasn't just like I'm this big, so I can just throw any heavy thing. Be done with it. No, I mean, and the thing about him, man, he he was a really good fighter. You know, looking at him, you might not have saw that, but when he got in the ring, I mean, like you say, his jab was the truth. You know, the power was there. He was an aggressive fighter. You know, bought that that you know that Mike Tyson. To, to to the ring to an extent, you know what I mean. It, it's it's only been like because Holyfield was a nice guy, you know. Holyfield never yeah. came to the mad to the ring mad and you know with all negative energy, you know. But you know, it was a few guys that just brought that intensity to the ring, and um, Riddick Riddick was one of them, man. You know, um, these guys nowadays, like I see, uh, you know, Deontay Wilder the other day working on some spin move. Did you see that? 
I didn't see that. Are you talking about the same one, like the football move or something? No. Okay. No, and I, I pray. I pray it was just a joke. It's not nothing he planned on doing. But I'm just saying, it was these guys were serious. They were intense. They were grown men. They these men, uh, they're grown men today, but they still just seem like kids, man. Eh? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, these do. were grown men back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's hard to explain, but the fighters definitely were more intense back then. Yeah, it's it's like an energy thing, like like you're saying, like once you go into their realm, like their training back then, you could already feel the respect they were demanding just by their actions. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like when you go into Riddick Bowles, he from Brooklyn. You know, he came from a came up hard. Yeah, I mean, just it was in his, his eyes. Face, yeah, yeah, the it was big in his puffy eyes. eyes yeah. You know, big no scar yeah. tissue. You, it, you, these dudes yeah. did look serious, eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they were fighting not to be seen. They were fighting because they were making a living. That was the only thing they knew. So you know, when you looked at them guys, it's like they taking this crap seriously. Yeah. Versus like like you saying sometimes now like it's good to like blow off steam, but you know. This is the fight game. We all watch this not to talk, not to laugh, you know. Right. We we want to see you perform, perform, perform at the highest level. And nothing like you said before, like nothing nothing beats the old school training, though. Yeah. To me, I mean, there's certain things you need now, but sometimes just to know your technique, nothing beats you know how to you know how to turn over a punch correctly, exactly. you know. And think about it. And look at the, the stamina of these guys today. Oh man, you know what I'm saying. So they got all this fancy technology. You see guys gassing more than you've ever seen. In your life today, dude. Look, Evander and Bo in like round four was sweating hard, like they were in the twelfth, right? But they were still game enough to fight the same way they were fighting in the fourth, all the way to the twelfth. Exactly. You got guys now breathing hard after round three, after round three, and they didn't put in a third of the action that they put in in, the, in those four rounds. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These guys was going at it at the first four rounds. You know what I mean? And worked up a sweat exactly. and kept it going all the way. You know, so it's just a different caliber of fighters back then, Matt. You know, I mean, no disrespect to these guys. They, they, you know, some it's a few guys out here that's definitely. Oh yeah, but yeah. all of all of them are not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not a disrespect to the ones that are doing it, but the ones that take disrespect to it, and you might not be doing something. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the only way you can take it. Because if you know anybody like a Ray Mercer here, this they'd be like, oh shoot, I know I don't fall in that category. You Absolutely. Know? Uh, Bus Douglas, event, any of the guys from even the nineties on back, they're gonna say, you know, that was us. Yeah. You know, we were the guys, you know, moving, training, training right, looking at bodies. Like I said, Riddick didn't come in there. He just, I mean, he didn't have like a crazy muscular shape, but you know, he was still, he could still move with that body, yeah. man. Like it yeah. wasn't like, yeah, like I say, he wasn't like overweight or anything like that. But it was just like. His body would still go twelve rounds on like some of these guys now. I mean, these guys, you know, they letting this stuff go by twenty five. You know? Yeah, and they might be ripped up or shredded. Yeah, you know, and gassing yeah. or shredded and yeah, gassing. You yeah. know, so Riddick Bowe, like you say, I mean, this guy didn't have the ideal box of physique. But one thing, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I still think it's just you know genetics, D, you know DNA and stuff. I mean, the guy to be that big and hit that hard, and you know. He 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 has some he has some gifts, man. He has some mm-hmm. gifts. You know what I'm saying? That I yeah. mean because yeah. it, not easy to do what he did being that size, man. You know because he oh. was a hell of a boxer. You know doing his doing his little error. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
yeah, size aside, but yeah, the way he moved and punched and go look at the fight too, man. Just the body shots. They were throwing body shots. Body shots. They were going toe to toe. He was hitting the body. You know, Holyfield's hitting the body. Right. So and think, have we ever seen another guy with like you body know, game? That, that that yeah, body game, and then that type of body style really perform like a Riddick Bow. Who else have we seen? You know, perform on, on a high level like that and really go down in some classic wars? Eh? Can you think anybody? Shoot, man. Man. I can't like, you know, not at their like early age like he was. I mean, like when George Foreman, the second coming of him. Yeah. But yeah. you know, like I said, he was older anyway. Yeah. But I mean, we talking like young guys like Riddick. It was none other, really. You know? Yeah. I mean, when we see young guys, just kind of look something like that. They not. They not elite, eh? You know, they out there right now, but yeah. they not elite. They not elite. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, this guy was was a big guy, but he was still able to get in there with the, with the elite and yeah. win. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, I mean, what more can you say about that? You know? Shoot, man. Like, if you had to rate this fight, man, like, out of one of your top fights, is it like, shoot, it's hard for us to say that, right? I know it's hard for me to say it because, like, there's so many fights I like. You know? Yeah, it's, it, but but this one being a trilogy and just being, like you say, the nonstop action, it's definitely in, in, in the top ten, that, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. In the top ten, we talking about thousands of fights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the top ten of yeah. thousands of fights is definitely, you know, you say, you know, the Riddick and Holyfield, that anybody, any boxing fan automatically goes back to you know these three fights and know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's definitely up there. You know, in the, in the top ten of, you know, being a district trilogy too, not just one fight. It's, it, it was a little error. You know, that's a yeah. little. You know, it was a little. Yeah, it was definitely a piece of history. Right yeah, there, a piece of you history. Know, right you know, there, you know, especially for us to witness. So for it to be from like my time too at that age, I definitely have to rate it as like one of the top ten yeah, heavyweight fights that's, I've seen. That's man, definitely at top ten. And just for y'all to think on too. And, Remind you too, Pete. You know, like you said, he had the heart condition, but he still kept fighting, which he is great. You got people out there with little pinky Toes, shoulders, you know, what all I mean? kinds of stuff. You <laughs> and know. you know, they take years yeah. off. Yeah, but I mean, nobody want to injure your back. But I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's the fight absolutely. game. This man had a bad, and, and like I say, he was going against what people were, around him were telling. He was saying, "Yo, this ain't good." He had the heart of a warrior. And just went out there. That's just who Holyfield was. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean. And Rick Bo gave him his first loss. He bounced right back and fought another tough guy, Alex Stewart, mm-hmm. as a tune-up fight, which wasn't really a tune-up fight because that dude, he he was on like a crazy knockout streak. You know, he had like knocked out 30 of his 30 opponents. And then after that, he went back and fought Riddick in the rematch mm-hmm. and won. So that just shows you, man, like, and nobody's talking about, you know, going in there taking crazy punishment, but taking on the best don't mean you have to take crazy punishment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, craft your style however you need to craft it, make the adjustments you need to do, but fight the best. Right. Fight the best, you know, because that puts you in question if you say, I can't fight this guy for certain reasons. You know, that means you are ducking. You know? I mean, pr- pretty much. And, and like you say, I mean, if you're saying you're the best and another guy's saying he's the best, y'all got the same weapons, eh? Same I got the same weapons. weapons. I'm not coming with a gun and you coming with a knife. No, we got the same weapons, and it turns into a chess match from that point on. Mm-hmm. Your training, conditioning, ring IQ, ring, all, all of that stuff comes into play, and who's going to be the better man that night? And that's very interesting to see play out, you know what I mean, out, out throughout 12 rounds. 
For real, man. Yeah, that's what I say, man. You just always got to have the, you got the same weapons. You guys got to be one up over that guy, man. Yeah, I mean. Always. And, 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 and like you say, I mean, just because you fight the best don't mean you're going to take punishment. I mean, yeah. Floyd Mayweather fought the best and didn't take a he lot of punishment. punishment. He crafted his style so he wouldn't you know have saying? to, you know. So. You know. But whenever you go in there and telling or, you know, make giving us the impression that it is the punishment you don't want to take from somebody with crazy power, you, you're really making it seem like you are ducking a person. Absolutely. And yeah. then, I mean, shit, I mean, power is not the ultimate threat in the boxing match to me, thinking is. Yeah. I mean, because you, you're constantly you, doing it. Yeah. I mean, because uh, punch don't matter if it don't land. Eh? Yeah. Power yeah. don't matter if you can't land. Exactly. So the guy that's thinking and figuring out how to not get hit, that's that's where it's at. That's where it is. Yeah, so I mean, power is one variable out of several that you need to be a fighter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or that fighters have. You know what I mean? I say that you need to have, but the fighters have. That's one of the many attributes that they may have, but it's not something that guarantees a win. You know, we've seen that thousands and thousands of thousands. We've seen people nullify power. We've seen people take power away. We've seen all of it. Yeah. We've seen people eat power. I've seen guys eat shots. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, power, you know, you worried about taking damage. I mean, like you say, that's what the game plan is for. That's what skills are for. That's what defense is for. That's what offense is for. It's just a lot of things that, you know. That shouldn't even be a factor, you know. Who the guy yeah. is, yeah, you know, yeah. if he's risk versus reward shouldn't even be a term that we use in boxing, but we have to because it's it's always there. It's That's what the guys there. are dealing with now, you know, because your fighter is it's going to be a risk. Any fight is going to be a risk, yeah, and it's going to be a paycheck. So why are we, you know, weighing that now and this as your fighter? Fighters came into it because they like to fight. They love to fight. Yeah. Yeah, because if y'all wanted to drama, you'd be an actor. You yeah, know you'd be an actor. You'd be an actor. You be, act, be act like you're boxing. Yeah, you, you act know? like it. Yeah. yeah. Any other thing. So it's just like, you know, don't get away from, you know, the point of hand. You guys are fighters. It's something that you chose that you love to do. And now you fight this, all these politics, you know what I mean? I understand the business, but that comes later on down the road. You know, that really comes into play with a Floyd Mayweather status, you know, when you yeah. been dominated and did this and did it, then you can, like you say, you can pick your roles. Yeah. You know that's, I mean? that's when it come time. Yeah. Cause right now, every position, like for example, every position these guys are in with belts now, there ain't no Mayweather position. Not you know, at all. Y'all Not are still in a position Not to fight each other, you know? Not at all. Not at all. Look what Danny Jacobs, he went through four people, and now finally he's making demands like, yo, I, I didn't just did this. Now I can, I, I'm to the point where I can start calling some shots. Mm-hmm. You know and now he's being more vocal. because he can't. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't did the work. Because he did the work, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's, that's just that. Yeah, man. And shoot, that's real, man. That's why I say for all y'all, Casual fans, hardcore fans, if y'all missed this fight, you know, go back to YouTube, pull it up. Definitely. Evander Bow 2. Shoot, man. Yeah, 25 years ago, bro. Think we ever get another one like that, man? I don't know. No, it ain't looking that, it ain't looking that way yet. Nah. The cats barely won't fight one time, let alone three times, man. I know, you know what I'm saying? Right? Let know, alone yeah. three times. What's the last trilogy we had, dude? Who knows? I don't even know, yeah, man. man. But, um, yeah, man, fight week. Fight weekends here again, man. We got Alexander Usyk and uh, Tony Bellew. P's been picking up some dance moves from 
from my old Zandius. I forgot he had moves like that, man. man. He got the killer moves. Shoot, he looked like a killer. But, uh, but yeah, man, this fight's coming up this weekend, man. This is for that undisputed crown at Cruiserweight. Like I told you last time we we mentioned this fight, you know, talk a little bit about it then. Uh, I like this fight as far as, like, a, a good Cruiserweight fight for money for uh, Alexander Usyk because I don't really see any other guys with a name at Cruiserweight. You know, like I said before, Cruiserweight is more of like a weight station for guys who want to move up to heavyweight or move down the light heavyweight. Yeah. You know, there's never really been a dominant guy. I mean, not since like Holyfield and David Hay. Mm-hmm. And even then, you know, they knew themselves they had to go up. But uh, I think that he wants to make this last, uh, you know, first title defense and last fight at Cruiserweight before he moves up to heavyweight. Um, what do you think of the fight, man? Um, I think it's going to be good, man. You know, Bello, Bello is definitely going to bring it. And Usec is going to bring it. So I don't really see how it, you know, it wouldn't be would be a good fight in it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, uh, I think the fight's going to be better than a lot of people anticipate because a lot of people that's leaning towards Usyk with this one. But you got to remember, like I said, Tony Bell, you know, he's a scrappy guy, man. Yeah. That, that power is kind of underrated. You know, some people <laughs> overlook it. Like David Hay, I think he overlooked it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it's a 50-50 fight, man. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I mean, they people might be looking at Usyk, but, you know, Bellew got some things that... um. You gotta respect, you know, and then it's like, it's it's not skills, it's the fight in the dog, you know, as we say sometimes, and we know Bellew got that, you know what He's I'm saying? He's definitely got the fight. So man. it's like, Usek, I I haven't really seen a lot of footage on him, but it's it's still a lot of things that that I don't really don't know about him, but I don't I can't just say that he gonna walk through a guy like Tony Bellew. You know what I'm saying? I I, I haven't seen enough to, to, to make me believe that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I can agree with that, too, because for me, looking at uh, what I have seen from Alexander Yusey, we said he looked crazy. He do got that crazy look, but he's a technical boxer. He's got really good polished skills, but he doesn't. We still have yet to see him have that grit, you know, to have that gritty fight in him, you know. And you're talking about somebody like Tony Bellew, who's – um. Two, he only got two losses, and that was to Adonis Stevenson. I don't want to say the other guy. They think cleverly. Two losses that light heavyweight. Since then, I mean, you know, he's beat David Hay. He's fought as high as heavyweight. So yeah. I think the only thing he would have to really deal with is Alexander Usyk's skill. And you know what I mean? If he comes in there more motivated than Alexander Usyk, coming in there with that dog, I think he can just nullify his skill, you know, because if he gives him another look he's never seen before, like a gritty fighter, yeah. you know, not not like a bull just rushing him, but I mean, just showing somebody that he can nullify whatever he bring, it's going to be a, a long night for Usyk, man. And that's why I say that's why to me this is like a 50-50 fight, and I think it's a very interesting fight, you know what I'm saying? Because um, Tony Bellew I mean, he, he 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 like you say. I mean, he 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 comes to the table with, with a few things that I don't know if you know. Usyk is able to deal with or has seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, and then you know, Usyk is defending the titles. You know, Balu is trying to get him. I mean, to me, the guy who's trying to get him is still always like a little bit more motivated because they ain't got nothing to lose. It's 
balls out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And for somebody like you said, getting the titles is different than keeping them yeah. and defending them. You know, you're, you're kind of a different fighter. You know, you have to prove that you're not. You know, you know, you have to prove you're the same guy that can go in there and defend what you got. You know what I mean? Like some guys, they don't know how to do that. Some guys, they get it and they lose the flame. You know? Yeah, they 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 peak out at getting the belt. They peak you know out, right? To them, it doesn't really give them a desire to keep it anymore. To keep it, yeah. And I mean, and you can understand that's human nature. We could understand yeah. that. It's yeah. like getting a girl. You always like, once you get her, she ain't. Nothing no more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, I do get that, but it's it's a little different, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But I get right. it. You she know? ain't looking as good as she did. Exactly. This belt, that, this that, belt ain't as shiny as I thought it that, was. That light, that light hit her in a different yeah. way. Damn, we got to get rid of her. No. <laughs> and think about it, you know, it's just like to for, for a boxer, that's like the ultimate culmination is becoming a world champion. So once you do that, it, this, the saying is not... Def- Defending the title is yeah. becoming a world champion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, if, if 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 you're not in it for that, then I can see that being being an issue, eh? You know what I'm saying? Because some people Think that they, they, yeah, it. they level out once they get mm-hmm. the belt. They level out. Say this is all I ever planned to do, and I've done it. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I was going to defend the belt for ten years. I never said that. You know what I mean? So I it might have just been something they wanted. A to kick accomplish. they accomplish and in some way you can't kind of give a guy credit like that because they did put in hundred percent to get there yeah. you know but not not all the time they're going to be able to be in it for the long haul so I mean because, because it's a different mentality like you just said and defending it you know what I'm saying yeah. defend def, defending it, it's like it's like fighting over a girl you already didn't hit already you know what I'm saying yeah. you already screwed us so why am I gonna go fight over her really I already didn't you know mm-hmm. I mean I mean it, it's a little different you know you still had to really love this girl and really digging her to go and defend her right you know if you got her and you feel like oh man she ain't number the slut you know some people feel like the, the belt ain't number the slut it brings me women it's it brings me money it brings yeah. me drugs it brings me you know I'm yeah. just using it as a slut you mm-hmm. know it ain't nothing but you know, it's the guys who want greatness out the game, man, and, and and do want to take it further and go down that path of saying, "Yeah, I defended it." It this, you know, it, it, it's those guys. But every guy is not that. Some guys just want to say, "Hey, I I done that. That's all I ever wanted to do," and I can respect that. Eh? I can't say that that's a bad thing. You no, know? you can't because yeah, it's like. It's a life goal. It's a life goal. You know, some guys, they win the Super Bowl once and they retire. That's it, yeah. I'm not a football fan. What's his name? Barry Sanders, is that his name? Oh, God, that he win one and retire. Probably, yeah. You know, we, 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 don't, know too much, we, we don't know too much about other sports. <laughs> hey, 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 pull, hey, pull, hey, pull me back in. I ain't trying to educate y'all on the football. I know, right? Why are you going to try to pull me in like I know? <laughs> I don't know either. Shit. But, but... You know, that could be a life goal for for somebody and, and it's a hell of a goal, eh? That's not guaranteed for nobody. No, it's not. A, 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 you know, going to the top of whatever sport you in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like the Super Bowl, they don't say you know, I mean, you get the ring for winning the Super Bowl. It's not like oh defending it's not so much on the defending in this, it's more like winning it. You yeah. know, they don't you know Yeah, keeping the streak going. Keeping the streak thing. going, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But, yeah, with, like, boxing, like, if somebody only has that part of it in them, you know, there's no rule that says that they 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 can't fight if they're not going to go in for it, not going in for it for the long haul. You know what I mean? Like, right. and like right. like I've said in the past, I know you, you think that 
you felt that way too is like there's only a chosen few you know yeah, what I mean it's like, only a chosen few you only got so many Hopkins Larry Holmes Absolutely. that's going to defend the title for years Absolutely. and years and guys win and then they they sometimes like you say they max out there yeah, I mean because if you really think about the, 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 the psychology that probably goes behind that it's like like I say they hold the belt over your head so once you've got the belt it's like downhill from that to yeah, me, cause you, eh? Because you put it on, you smiled yeah, with it, you, you took, took all the pictures, pictures, you slept with it. You got it. called the champ. Everybody yeah. called, I mean, people call you the champ just from being the champ one time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all so you, need. you yeah. always known as the champ. Because that's always one more than anybody in your hometown probably they got. They never did. You know, you know, so. Or anybody you ever known. I mean, yeah. really? I mm-hmm. mean, nobody else I ever knew was a world champion. So I'm just saying, I mean, I, 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 I could kind of understand, you know, Something like that because it's all about they put emphasis on becoming a world ti- world titleist. They don't say you know become great. They don't say you mm-hmm. know get the belt and never let it go. They don't say yeah. that. They just push and become a champion. I just want to become a champion. You want to be a champion. So after you become a champion and psychologically you say, okay, I've I've, I've done what I've I've done I said that. I was going to do. Right. Yeah. I'm Every, in the books everything yeah. now. Yeah. Everything else is because y'all want me to do it. Y'all mm-hmm. want me to defend the belt so I can pay y'all or y'all can see. You know what I mean? This yeah. doesn't turn into a y'all thing. Uh, yeah, you know, I've done a, what I wanted to do. It just turns know? into a business. And I think that's what it is sometimes. Some fighters, you know, in the past you've seen when they get the belts, they see them sanctioning fees coming in. Exactly. So they start dropping certain ones. And exactly. then they're saying this ain't as fun as I thought it no, was. So No. And, and like, like we always say, Ant. Almost everything in life is is not what we think it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that's no different. You know what I mean? Of course, you know, when you're a young kid and you're thinking about it and it's shining and gold and everything looks great. But, of course, when you get there, it's not all of the same. I mean, and the the introduction to, to that is a sanctioning fee. That most people they they don't correlate that when they say become a world title. Yeah, they don't yeah. say this costs twenty G's a year or twenty G's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They don't tell exactly. you that. Exactly, they don't tell you that stuff. So I mean that right there. That's gonna be the first sour taste in your mouth. Like, huh? What? Mm-hmm. I won the belt and I gotta pay y'all twenty G's. Shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I'm the one bringing y'all yeah. the money, man. So I mean, I get it, man. Yeah, it. it's like yeah, it's like you said. Nothing is is like you say. It's never as pretty as it seems. As it seems, you know. That's why I'm still not married, man. Yeah. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to Alexander Usyk, that's what I think he still needs to do. Like we seen him be this technical boxer. He, you know, he poses these big threats to bail you as far as his skill. A lot of people think he's gonna outbox him, but my thing is, does he have the drive to keep the belts? You know, turn that other fighter now to defend it. But, you know, he might because, like I said, they holding that Anthony Joshua fight over his head, you know. you know, So, supposedly, like I said, he signed on for this fight with Eddie Hearn to lead to a fight at heavyweight with Anthony Joshua. So, man, see, that's that put it But that's dangerous, spin. too, because he looking ahead. Yeah, I mean, but it put a different spin on it because that's hell of motivation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, you get through this, you're going to get these belts, and you get. A shot at a twenty plus million dollar payday. You know right. what I mean? The heavyweight right. champion, these belts or whatever. In a fight that I can't say that is out of the realms of him winning, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that put a different spin on the ant when they holding that over you sec head. You they know what I mean? Up yeah, door yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah. you know, Bellu, mm-hmm. they open up this door, it's, you know, makes you hungry, but what are you gonna do when you win the belts? Who are you gonna defend them against? There's nobody yet. 
cruiserweight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you in the dilemma that he's in, mm-hmm. but they already guaranteeing him. Yeah, they already pretty you much. You know what I'm saying? No. Yo, we got something waiting for you yeah. if you win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that puts a different motivation in, 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 into the performance too, man. You know what I mean? To me, because that's 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 a big that's a big prize waiting for him. Yeah, because for like Tony Bell, you it would kind of be like a good fight just to definitely you know put something on his legacy to say, hey, I won the belts from him. I became the undisputed crown, undisputed champion, but. um would people want to see me in there with the AJ, you know, or a belly with AJ? Yeah. Or would he want to be in there with the AJ? You know, that would be kind yeah. of questions too. Like, would he get the same offer if he, if he did win it? You I, know? I mean, uh, yeah, that, 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 I mean, it's, but see, I don't know. Cause I mean, as you said, I, it's kind of funny that you said got that because I didn't take him as a super popular guy, but I, mean, I don't like, know. I, I maybe know. Over in, overseas he is not Maybe yeah. in Europe, maybe he, I don't know. Yeah. Cause for me, like Tony Bell is a more popular, more popular of the two, yeah. but like as a hardcore fan, I feel like, uh, usually has more relevance in the game today. You know, him yeah. being more fresher and with the belts, but like Tony Bell, he still has the name. He's been in movies, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a commentator, so people see him. But as far as like getting the same opportunity, I don't. I don't think he they would give that to him, man. Yeah, I don't think they would. Yeah, I mean it's politics even overseas, and so. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> so you know, I mean that's that's something that to 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 think about because um, you know, like you say, I I, I don't see. Belly when those talks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. Nah, I don't see that for him, man. Um, which brings us to uh, prediction, man. Like you said, you think it's fifty-fifty? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you had to pick, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, well, since you gave me that last tidbit of information, that uh, this big prize this 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 waiting over his head, man, and I just think that's a hell of a hell of, hell of Hell of a motivation, man. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I would lean towards you, sec. You know, for the this, you know, twelve round decision. I don't think he's gonna knock Bellu out, but maybe twelve round decision. You sec. If I had to, if I had to pick, like pick somebody, but I, I really see it's fifty fifty fight, man. I mean, Bellu could catch this kid, and I, I, I don't know how he's gonna respond with from a Bellu shot. I mean. Uh, David Hay, I mean, he only been stopped like what one other time. Mm-hmm. Bellu stopped him, right? I mean, um, yeah, yeah. David Hay got stopped. David Hay got stopped. No, not him? that one. He got stopped once early in his career. Uh, that's what days. I say, early in his career, yeah. you know. But yeah. other than that, you know, what I mean, I never seen him done like that, splattered like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, David nah. Hay? So Tony Bellu got got something, man. You know, definitely got to punch his chance, and um, so I, I like I say, man, I he think did. it's a fifty-fifty fight. But if I had to lean towards somebody just doing the boxing math, I would say you set. Okay. You know. Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna lean towards uh, you sick with this one, man. I think, um, I think like the first half of the fight, Bell, you might show him some things he ain't ever seen before. He might crack him a few times. I think he can catch up to him a little bit, you know, once he kind of figures out how he moves and his angles. He kind of moved like Lomachenko a little bit, a big Lomachenko. You said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of, you know, the way he gets in and out with the angles. But, you know, he's bigger, so he's easier yeah. to catch. And so, well, we seen that footwork, man. We seen the footwork. Yeah, unless so. he tightened See, he up that footwork. He, he, light, he light on his feet. But you said, you know what I mean? Yeah. You said he moved like Loma, so we definitely yeah. see he light on his feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking um, as long as he keep a high – 
high work rate, you know, like he did when he won the belts, you know, keeping that jab going, man. I think he could outbox him probably during the, down down the uh, outbox belt you down that later stretch, man. So so that that was was that him and Chalimba? Who was that Usek was in there with last? Uh, that uh, other puncher named Gassiev. Or God, that, was it Gassiev? Gassiev. Okay. Yeah, well, he made him look. And that's what I'm saying. But he, Bell, you ain't on that level. You know, I think Bell, you still got some, got some. You know, he still has more, more than, yeah, more tools than this guy. Because Gassiev was just trying to take his head off. You know. Yeah. So my thing is like if Bell, you kind of time what he does a little bit and brings more power at a more countering style. I think he could. I think he might he might be able to catch him, man. But but Bellu look a lot look bigger than him too. Bigger than you said. They're about uh, they're both about six three. About six, about six three. three. But, but like body wise, body yeah, body wise, yeah. yeah. You know, well, yeah, Bellu yeah, got that put on their weight, tender type of body. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. And, um, you said kind of slim fit type of guy. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, like I say, man, I, I you know I think it's a fifty fifty fight, but um. You know, doing after doing the boxing math and you know crunching the numbers, you know I gotta lean towards Usac, you know, and 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 you know in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. You know, like I said, kind of gotta lean towards a guy with the belts and got he has a goal to shoot for. You yeah, know what I mean? A lot of motivation. You know what I'm saying yeah, a lot of definitely. motivation. Definitely, man. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this fight Saturday, man. Uh, the zone. Did you ever try the app yet, man? Um, I haven't tried the, the app yet. Yeah, it's it's okay. Like I said, like um, I think the Spanish channel works better. I usually watch the Spanish version. You know, they got Spanish commentators. You know, I don't listen to the commentator anyway, because so yeah. the other one be freezing up on me. But the, they got the English and the Spanish version. Okay. So I mean, they look the same. So I just play the Spanish one, man. So, but yeah, man, I think that's all I got on this one, man. Which anything you want to say if we wrap this up here? Um, no, man, that's. That's pretty much it. Like I said, um, that's the only fight we really got this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, that's that's really it. I'm just looking forward to this, man, because um, like you said, and I think it's gonna be better than people um anticipating. Yeah, definitely, man. And um, yeah, before we wrap it up, too, man, I say next episode we probably gotta speak on this. Mikey Garcia, Errol Spence to get closer, man. Like, I'm kind of getting more. February? Um, I think it's February. Yeah, uh, just just the. Just the weight of it, man, it's kind of leaning more towards, like, you got all these welterweights out here, but this is the guy you got to fight. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy. It is. And just it like, is. Mikey, you, you got all these other 135 guys out here you could fight, and this is the fight that had to be made. It, I just found that to be crazy, man. But yeah, that, 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 to me, makes it a little interesting, man, for me, because I told you, why, 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 why is Mikey Goss? It's not the money. It's not. It's not a Floyd Mayweather payday. Why are you? Why are you begging to get in here with this guy? With most people thinking that it's suicide. I yeah. like stuff like that, and I like because to me that tells me this guy might know something. He might hear. He might see something. It might be something different. You know, with boxing, it's, it's weird like that. But that, yeah. that's what's like compelling me. Why is he doing this? Yeah. Why is he, okay, of course, Earl Spencer do it. It's an easy check. Okay, he's small guy. I'm the man. Yeah, yeah I go in there and beat him up. Right. Stay warm. But why is this guy really trying to? It ain't like a, you don't think it's like a Kill Brook Triple G thing? You think it might fall in that category? He might not be going in the same mind frame as like him because, like, you know what I mean? When Kill Brook kind of fought Triple G, 
I don't really think he was there to expose anything, you know? No, to me, this seems a little different. To me, the Kel Brook and Triple G seem like more like a a money, a big fight. Canelo Khan. A big fight, yeah, a big fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This ain't really, because even one of them are mega stars. This ain't no big fight. Yeah, so why are they even going to put this stuff Why? Why? And it's like, I mean, Mikey is is egging him, and Spence has been forced to kind of oblige. You know what I mean? Not forced, but, you know, he's obliging, but... Mm-hmm. He could say, "Yo, nah, you, I, mm-hmm. I ain't interested. You know, it's other fights out here for me." He said, "Yeah, it, yeah let's get it." Yeah. But um, like I say, the the thing that really, really makes me interesting is why why is Mikey Garcia barking up this tree? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that makes me curious from a guy with his career, his resume, his mentality, everything about him. Why 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 is he? I mean, his brother. Robert, you know, advised him against this, but he's something he wants to do. Yeah. And I'm curious to see it, you know, because I want to know what is it. And that's crazy, too. Like you said, when people on your team are telling you not to take it, it, you know, then they might think you're thinking crazy. You know, whether or not you see something in them, they think you're crazy because, like, I don't think. um, Well, Virgil Virgil Hunter did say when Andre Ward moved up to light heavy, he wanted him to move up the proper way. He thought that the Kovalev fight was a little premature in a sense, but mm-hmm. when they got in there, he knew that he had the skill to beat him. You know what yeah. I mean? He, he didn't never talk him out of it. He just said that I suggested that he moved up at a slower pace, not Absolutely. rushing. You Which know? made sense. Yeah, but he didn't put up red flags and say, hell no. You yeah. know, like they say Robert like, Garcia like did. Like they say, man, don't do this. So, like I said last episode, too, and it's, I mean, to me, it boils down to two things. Either this guy sees something he wants to expose or he wants, he wants to test himself. Against what he considers the best out there right now, maybe Lomachenko in his eyes is not the best out there right now. You know what I mean? But it boils down to those two things, and either way, I gotta respect him for it. You know what I mean? This guy goes in there and gets pummeled. I respect him for that because he didn't have to. You know, it was other fights for him to make and stuff to do, but he. It, and, and he, he begged for that. Yeah. It's not like they just offered it to him and he put him in a corner and he didn't want to be embarrassed and just said, right. yeah. No, he's, no, he's he was asking. He was vocal about it, yeah. So, we, you know, we can't we can't never bash no man for wanting to take an ass. Yeah, for, 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 for wanting to fight, man. Yeah, especially, you know. And, and, and think about it. We're not talking about a loud braggador. We, no, we're talking about a humble, quiet guy that's yeah. calling this guy out. Who just been, you it's know. It's like, yeah. what's, what is it? It's like David and Goliath, dude. So, I, I don't don't know man <laughs> i don't know yeah, this story yeah. don't always end how you may think it's gonna end yeah you know but i'm definitely curious to see it i mean now it's in motion yeah yeah that's just always my interest in when you mention that that's always that interesting angle to it to me because you know i just feel like every time i think of it it's like messing up my picture you know the goal we got we got us supposed to have spence fighting crawford you know loma and garcia but that that one factor that you guys mentioned that something could be exposed, this smaller guy beating the bigger guy. It's it's that's, that's and, and, and trust me, I feel like you. Of course, is I'd rather see Mikey Garcia fighting Lomachenko, you know, fighting guys that we think that he should be fighting and Errol Spence thinking, you know. But if they're not going to do it, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just yeah, yeah look at it mad. and and it take is. the best out this fight. You yeah. know, it, it, trust me, dog. It, it's not. A dream fight or fantasy fight for me it's never would have been a fight I came up with in a million years mm-hmm. these two guys but now that they brought it to the table and 
all of these, you know, kind of backstories. And, you know, one time I thought they had talked Mikey out of it. Hey, he wasn't talking about it. The next thing I know it's signed. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's about to be signed. So I'm, 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 I'm ready, man. Yeah. Let's see it, man. Let's see. Yeah. Can't turn it down. I'll definitely watch it, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, before I forget too, man, you, yeah, you watched, you've been watching the content. I still got to go back and watch I got to go back and I fell off. The, uh, the finale is Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's going to be, what's the name? Shane Mosley Jr. And wow. Adams. Oh, he... Brandon Adams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Shane made it. I, 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 I knew, I knew they was using him for Star Power. I... Oh, boy. That's I said, because I've been saying that, and I said, yeah. oh, he got the biggest, you know, and they definitely, it's still TV, man. But that's what's up. Shout out to all the fighters on Contender, man. I fell out the loop, but I'm trying to get back in because it was good. Yeah, I got to go back and watch. Yeah, I got to go back and watch, man, because from what I saw from the first two, they, were, they was getting interested, man. Yeah, yeah. they was. They yeah. was heating up, and then my cable situation went left, and then I kind of fell out the loop, but I'm, I got to get back on that because I was digging it. All right. All right. Yeah, we're going to do that, man. But, um, yeah, man, before we wrap this up, like I always say, make sure y'all just uh, subscribe to us on uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and, you know, that Patreon slash patreon.com slash jab effect y'all pitch in if y'all want also you can follow us at facebook instagram and twitter and uh yeah man looking forward to this fight coming up this weekend man name is combo breaking 99 it's your boy boxer p y'all we are signing out peace later